0: second. Term. Welcome back to the Unanimous Decision Podcast. I am your host, D-Palm. Follow me on Twitter at D-Palm66. Follow the show on Twitter at U-D-Pod. Follow the entire MTR network at you guess it the MTR network. You found us. Don't you dare lose us. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe everywhere. Get your podcasts. For free 99. Um, I'm back. I survived doing reading on stage in front of 500 people. Thank you to everyone who came out to the Shutdown Fullcast event for Hell's World Without You. Uh, Fantastic night. Uh, We'll be doing a full kind of recap on Friday with Felder after the show drops on the Shutdown Fullcast feed. I believe it's dropping on Wednesday. Um, So for those of you who are new, don't know how we got here, name's Z-Palm. And before, there were 280 some episodes of this show. I would dabble into our Network and doing Super Tuesday and doing Character Corner, doing more and more. But the first place I ever recorded podcasts was after I chased a girl to Philadelphia. It worked out. She's married to me. And I needed some way to talk Georgia football with my friends. My buddy just started writing for his website. I said, hey, do you guys ever thought about doing a podcast? And thus, Dude You Podcast was born. My very first podcast partner is online today.
1: What's up, Chad Floyd? Man, not a whole lot. I am so glad like the whole Philly excursion worked out well because it would have been really sad if things had turned around and uh, you're like, oh, well, I'm back in Atlanta, and you know, it's because that one didn't work out. That's actually how I ended up in Charlotte, so you know,
0: <laughs> it's not over yet. Like, the kid is born, but like, I could ruin this at any moment. Like, I'm still me, I don't, I could drop this ball any second.
1: Well, Charlotte's always uh, willing to welcome uh, whoever loses and has to get out. <laughs> fair enough. Uh,
0: fair enough. Chad, before we get into the show, before we get into sports, before we catch up to you, hashtag DYC alumni, I got to ask you about something that I really wish I'd never, ever asked you about. Chad, have you ever seen a show called Love is Blind? Until this past Wednesday, the answer would have been no. Okay. Um, because on Sunday – I got trapped beneath a baby who wasn't feeling well, and I saw every episode of this season so far. And I have opinions and thoughts. And my very first question is Chad, how many of these people do you actually know in Charlotte?
1: Um, I have met two of those people. I um, love these. One one guy who I've met in person, and then one girl who I matched with twice on dating apps, and uh, that never went anywhere.
0: So I was like, I told you, Susan, I was like, I guarantee. Chad Charlotte's not that big of a town. Like Chad no. has been in proximity with a number of these people no, at social is, events.
1: It is a big, small town. That's and funny. uh the girl that I'm kind of hanging out with, uh, she came over on oh she'll love that description on, on Wednesday. And you know, essentially the plan was all right, I'm gonna make poke bowls, we'll watch some of this shit, and mm-hmm. we're just gonna see what happens. So, anyway, the whole concept is absolutely baffling to me. Baffling. And um, I really, I really like the accountant guy with no social skills, just absolutely winning the one girl over. But um, that's all I know after two episodes. It, it, it's a okay, fascinating will, social experiment. Like spoil they all any are. Of but... it.
0: There is a moment where someone says a thing that one undermines the entire goddamn experiment, but two changes because like the the providence of our knowledge. It's you're going you're going to text me when you get to it, and I'm going to laugh my head off. And I cannot wait for that conversation. I'm gonna have to have you back on just to talk about that. Um, Love is blind is a wild concept. If you've never seen it, don't watch it. It's not a great show, but it is Horrible. a show, and it is interesting in its own way. But if you're trapped beneath a baby who is very sick, too sick to see grandparents, but not too sick to breathe in my face all day, then that's a good way to spend your day. Hey, um, man, you sound great. No, I, I, I'm not sick yet, or, or right. I'm not sick right now. When you have a child, you're always sick. And you're becoming sick or getting over being sick. And I'm now getting over being sick. Hopefully, I don't start getting sick anytime soon. But one thing I think I might be sick of, Chad, and I can't believe I'm about to sound like the oldest man in the world, I feel like Mad Dog Russo. Because, Chad, I'm out on All-Star Weekend, man.
1: All right. So let me try to salvage in one way. And, like, I, you know, I I watch as much as I of it as I could really stomach just uh, knowing that I was going to be coming on here. Um, the rising stars challenge on Friday. I don't know how long it's been like a little four team event. That one, that one was pretty cool. You know, you, you get okay. to get eyes on some players, you know, if you don't have league pass, you get to see the Chet home and the Wimby's and, you know, Brandon Miller, just chucking up air balls. Uh, <laughs> it. Um, and then the G league team coming in and beating the presumptive favorite was extremely predictable, but extremely funny. I kind of like that format, and you know, I mean, the NBA—I mean, the Sunday game could take notes from that. I, I did not interface with Saturday at all. Heard uh, Kenny Smith said some things um, about <laughs> Sabrina Ionescu, and um, the dunk contest i just cancel it. It—it's done. I, like, all right, I'm going to wind up the dunk contest. Legit in a stars in there. Get rid of it.
0: I'll tell you, I watched a lot. I'm sat, so Saturday night used to be my thing, man. I I would cancel dates in college. I'd be like, sorry. It's also Saturday night. I, I'm not doing anything tonight. I'm watching. Uh, I'm getting mad at Dwight Howard winning a dunk contest and advocating for Andre Godala for the rest of my life. Um, okay.
1: Dwight, Dwight Howard didn't dunk that ball. He,
0: he didn't it. touch
1: the rim. This is a whole he, other. He you and it. I are
0: one mind on this one, brother. I'm not going to fight you there. But I'll tell you this. Watching the three-point shootout, knowing that Larry Bird won with a 17 that year, he didn't take the warm-ups off, and watching Dame just come through and flash fry everyone by dropping a 26. And then Sabrina hits the 26 against Steph. Like, it was very much a, uh, it was like, it, it was like a, a story topping, a complete story topic. Like, oh, Dame hit 26, Sabrina hit 26. Oh, no, no, you've got, Steph Curry still Thanos. And it's still kind of terrifying how
1: good he is at this. Yeah, Steph Curry can't shoot. Never forget. Um, what what he ended up with twenty nine? It's ridiculous.
0: Like, what are we talking are, about? It's so unfair.
1: <laughs> I mean, he he he's just like a complete glitch in the matrix. Um, still. Um, I I mean, more local Charlotte news here, but you know they are renaming uh, Exit Thirty off I seventy seven, the uh, Steph Curry intersection. No. And what I love about that is where. It is kind of two lanes there where I mean essentially you can't pass, and I'm like, you know what, that's not quite appropriate for Steph. No, he can do it all, no. yeah. But uh, yeah, exit 30 is where Davidson is, that will be the Steph Curry interchange as of some point. That's horrifying.
0: Um, I'll say this
1: we got numbers, Curry here in Charlotte now.
0: The numbers on the three point like contest. Point me to a larger problem with the game itself, because I did watch Sunday. I didn't enjoy a lot of it. The first half I thought was kind of fun. Um, The second half thing just got off the rails. And for me, this is going to sound like paradoxically silly, there's too much offensive talent in the league. <laughs> like they're too good. And so no one's going to risk looking stupid in an all-star game. And well, so it turns into this exhibition of, look how deep this three can be and Trey Young nutmegging Kevin Durant, which yes, it's an all-star game in the next exhibition Trey Young nutmeg Kevin Durant and everyone should remember that forever.
1: And I mean, the issue too, is that they're too efficient. Like there's no point in taking a mid range J so you, you don't have dirt, you know, backing down and hitting the little faders. Uh, you don't have Tim Duncan hitting the elbow um, bank shots. I mean, it's just, all right, threes and dunks. I mean, that's that's the ball game. And then maybe Luca getting hung on the rim, but yeah. uh you know what what really does stand out is you know, just literally that, just kind of the wide open gameplay of all right, Dame's gonna pull up from half court and drain it because he's Dame, and then uh, you know, I mean, it's not a situation where your classic Zach Randolph or something's really gonna shine. Right. Um, I kinda tuned I, I kind of tuned out probably midway through the second quarter i didn't even know cat was in the game cat got up 35 shots
0: that's and so like that's really like where the like 200 points is ridiculous it's it's objectively stupid and so i don't know what the issue is and like people are like oh it's the play. It's guys it's just like i think if anthony edwards like makes it like a starts an all-star game he may have that that psychopath in him where it's like oh i'm here to compete and all he needs one all he needs one, like LeBron was the one for a long time, and before that it was Kobe, and then it was it was Jordan. All he needs one psychopath, one weirdo who takes it way too seriously. We've all played pickup games with that guy. It gets weird fast. It'll get weirder faster if he's openly trying to bust people's asses on an all-star game court. Well,
1: and and it's, I mean, you know, I, I hate to go kind of old man on this too, but we do feel kind of
0: old on this one.
1: Yeah, in the nineties, I mean. The Knicks and the Bulls hate each other. Yes. You know, I mean, Patrick Ewing and Michael Jordan on the same team, but you know, you've still got Magic and, you know, Carl Malone, and, you know, they hate those guys too. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine why anybody would hate Carl Malone, but, you know, come, come on. Um, so, you know, there's not really a competitive edge to it. God, I sound like freaking.
0: It's, it's one Bayless of those things where all of a sudden I, yeah, you feel really, yeah, old I mean, when you we're, say it out loud.
1: Yeah, we're, we're just going into a ditch here. So pardon our takery <laughs> here, but th- th- there's just not really any vitriol, you know, between the players. So it's just, oh, you have the ball and you're on the wing and you're not going to take this three. I guess you're going to drive right past me. You know, go do your thing.
0: I did like and... Anthony Edwards kind of vocalizing like, hey, it's the all-star break. We play a lot of these games. Like, we're very tired. Like, if I get a vacation. So you're telling me if I wasn't an all-star, I could be in Cabo? You tell me if I didn't make All Star, I could be in combo. Okay, instead I'm in Indy, fucking Indianapolis. All right, fair enough. This sucks. I get that. Yeah, part in, of Indianapolis
1: too. in February. I mean, that's what, just, what better a way tough to ask. Do it. um, it's a tough ass. Now, now, what I will say is the first four minutes of the game when Halliburton's going off, and I mean it's just up and down. It's yeah, two yeah. seconds before a shots going up. Before that first TV timeout, the players genuinely did look tired. It, it didn't look like they were trying at that point. They just looked tired and hungover, so, which. That's having been the, having lived a summer in Indianapolis, I can tell you there are not many places to go enjoy the nightlife in Indianapolis, but they made the best of it. Just based on that one little four-minute snippet, I can make that case.
0: It's the All-Star game. They truck the madness in. But no, you're 100% right. I'm part of this, and this is, again, again, super old man of me, but the corporatization of the All-Star game means that the guys are at corporate parties all weekend. Like, yes, there are normal – they are partying, but they're, a lot of it's like, hey, we got to swing by the Nike party or we've got to go by uh, my agent's party. Like, you've asked them to be social ambassador for four days and then say, oh, by the way, you'll play basketball and pretend that, it cares. pretend that you care. I don't know. I feel like the answer isn't – I feel like it's, it's more complicated than – I think you've got to strip away some of the other shit to get back to the game mattering. And I want to say this. It didn't look good. It didn't look right. He didn't do great. Jalen Brown, thank you for doing it, because the the point of the dunk contest is not the dunks. Otherwise, we bring in those YouTube guys who do like incredible, mind bending things. The point is watching people whose name you know doing cool shit.
1: Yeah, and the G League guy won it for the second year in the. Matt McRaven, I wrote it down. Dunk so contest, remember. not the G League dunk contest. And I, you know what? I didn't watch it. I know who won. I know that there was some controversy around it, but it's just a matter to me of there are, I mean, LeBron never participated in a dunk contest, although he's six, eight and has a 40 inch vertical. Well, had a 40 inch vertical is true. Just not really, uh, at all compelling because I mean, you've seen most things people can do. I mean, You know, going back to NBA 2K from ten years ago, you could jump over a car. Then,
0: have you seen Um, the YouTube dunkers?
1: Yeah, like
0: the stuff. There, this guy did a triple Dwight. He bounced it three times off the glass and then dunked it. I was like, "What are we doing?" Like there, there are places for dunks to go, but these—that's not the point. The point is watching someone whose name you recognize do some cool shit. The crowd goes wild, and I hate doing this to him because I know he's having some health concerns. But he's never going to hear this. Nate Robinson ruined the dunk contest. And I just, Nate Robinson ruined it. It was the multi-take thing. It was, I, I was, I remember watching it and be like, things will never be the same. And they never were. And now All-Star, All-Star Weekend used to matter, damn it. I used to build my life around this weekend. And now it's like, oh, wait, there's a there's a three-point competition going
1: on. But but here's the thing. It's still the best All-Star Weekend of all of the American sports. I mean, that's not I mean, untrue. None, I mean, I mean, MLB did a great job kind of making the home run derby good again, but the All Star Games absolute trash. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they, they tried to add stakes to it what twenty five years ago, and say you know the winning team got oh the my god the home World they got Series. home
0: field for the World Series yeah what so a ridiculous idea. I
1: mean, if we're talking about incentives, like I don't really see. I mean. Unless you do like the end season tournament and yo, that's what I'm pay, saying. Pay Throw- these guys who make forty million dollars a year what four million dollars to win? Okay, like, cool. I mean, I, I- go, hey
0: man, go to an NBA. I'll remind you that Gilbert Arenas pulled pistols on somebody for gambling in the locker room. These motherfuckers are competitive addicts. Like yes, put some skin in the motherfucking game. I guarantee we get some shit happening. though no, when Kevin Durant hit. Uh, 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 Dame with the too small, I was like, let's go. Let's get spicy. Let's get Kevin Grant on a burger account. Let's get mad at each other. Give me something. Give me a spark. Anything. And if it's like... The
1: the problem with that is, you know, over a long enough time span, these things are, you know, say the winning players get five million, the losing players get a million. Eventually, Jokic is going to drop an elbow on somebody, change the trajectory of uh, the second half of the season, but Let's go. Okay, you know what? Fair. I didn't think of it that way. Good point. Let's go. Yo, here's
0: here's the wild thing. Here's what you could do. Everybody puts in a hundred grand. Winners take all. Now you're playing for your money. Like, let's make it interesting. Let's make it fun. Let's get weird with it. The
1: all-star tax.
0: Dog, they they the the Lakers won the end season because LeBron is an ornery, overcompetitive motherfucker. Like, that's the entire reason they won it. Because LeBron was like, we can win something? Like, you know, put some stakes on this. Like, yes, like, make it matter. I'm actually, the more I've talked about it, the more I've talked into it, make it, make them all throw into a pool. Winner take all. Yeah, I'm not here to take to league money. It. I want your money.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that's, I mean, yeah, I, I think we just fixed the All-Star game. We just fixed the All-Star game. Congratulations. You're can't, welcome. Can't fix the dunk contest, though. That's, <sighs> that's over. You can't. You can't. Nah, can't do it. Three-point yeah. contest is still fun. Three-point um, contest is so
0: much, They're so good now. It's like, it's almost, unfa- it's almost unfair. You're like, oh, he shot 19. That would have set our, the world on fire 20 years ago.
1: So, and, and again, having not watched Saturday, they, they just do it one at a time now. Yeah. One one thing one one thing that enhanced the three-point contest that I thought they got away from was when they had them on opposite ends of the court, like back in the nineties. So you have like Ray Allen and John Stockton, you know, simultaneously going head
0: to head. These guys are paying shooting coaches too much to like really be like, I need to have I need climate control. If the crowd could shut the hell up, that'd be great too. Like these guys are machines now, they're designed just to hit these jump shots. Let's talk about the NBA getting kicked back, started up. I do have league pass because I keep forgetting to cancel it every year. So I'm I've been doing a lot of watching as, as football ended. I want to talk about some things that kind of ended the all-star break, headed us into the really the 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 stretch run of the season. Because of the moving the schedule up, this is now a sprint. This used to be like wasn't the trade deadline used to be after the all-star break. I'm not crazy, am I? Yeah. Okay, cool.
1: I don't think so. Like I I, I mean, basically my experience firsthand with this is again nba2k sims i I'm love like, you so much son, like, that was the
0: answer it's
1: like oh my, my starting point guard just got hurt in the all-star game which we are advocating apparently now um better go get the second best point guard in the league um so yes i do think you're correct on that one but um <laughs> you know i i was a little bit confused by it and then i was like wait the hornets are so far out of it, it doesn't matter when they sell but um
0: but no, Wait. it's wild because the last story we got going into the All-Star break, is unless you want to talk about um, Memphis beating Milwaukee with two 10-day, two, day, two 10-day contract guys in their starting lineup. Uh, Glenn, we're going to make fun of you later, I promise. Um, you and I are big LeBron fans, LeBron stands. The Warriors chasing LeBron and presumably offering some combination of Chris Paul and or Clay Thompson to get it. <laughs> it's a wild ask. It's a wild idea. But what's wilder is Chad. You and I are not NBA insiders. We should know this deal didn't happen.
1: I mean, if Woj knows, the whole world knows. I mean that that that's just that's just how. It but goes. then,
0: like, but that's always my thing. Is like qui bono? Like, who tells Woj? Who does this look good for? It Doesn't look good. Is it Clay's people who are mad that he got benched? Is it Chris Paul who is still the head of the NBA PA, which no one seems to care about but me? Um, is it LeBron being like that? Someone wants me. Like it's. Is it the passive aggressive era of LeBron? Like, who leaks this?
1: I mean, so first of all, the the funniest answer is Chris Paul. The funniest
0: um, answer is Chris Paul, as in most things. To be fair,
1: yeah, yeah. Buyout candidate Chris Paul, very salty about it. Thirty-eight years old, getting traded for like the ninth time. Oh man. Um, I don't really know who this benefits um, from the perspective of you know kind of being a Steve Kerr stand as well. I, I do like Steve Kerr saying, you know, what? it's so crazy that might just it just might work. Um, obviously, there's no chance of this going down. I just like the complete absurdity of it because this does not benefit the Lakers if it were to go through. Like you're getting Clay Thompson and Chris Paul and putting yourself like $30 million deeper in the luxury tax. And I also don't think LeBron and Steph really from just imagining it from an on-court basis really put moves the needle for either team. I think I mean, so same it's thing just, if the Lakers trade for Steph, like I don't really see how that's pushing one of those teams into contender yeah. That was yes, I, I, I think it's just one of those creative, you know, kind of silly things that the NBA just because it's so personality driven, the fact that it does get leaked just Mm -hmm. makes it i mean you know it it dominates the news cycle when something like this happens i mean how many how many times have we gotten worked up over james harden getting traded and then realizing james harden is you know he'll score you some points and he'll do some weird shit but he's not really a value add at this point i don't know it it just kind of says to me there are no bad ideas in the nba
0: and the thing is, I think you're right. From an on-court perspective, I thought it was a bad idea. I I do would like to see – it would be really funny if they kept Chris Paul somehow and got him, LeBron, and uh, Draymond all on the same team. I'm like, this is
1: going to end another punching. Someone's going to get traded to the Wizards. d waits definitely signing up for a year-end contract, and you're just doing the banana boat all over again.
0: Let's do it. Let's see what – bring in mellow, Let's see what happens, guys. It would be nothing. It would be terrible. I'm not that old. I'm not old enough to think that they would actually win. Um Look, you and I have been friends for years, and we disagree about lots lots of stuff, tons of shit, but I don't believe that we disagree about Glenn and his ability to survive almost anything. For those who don't know, Doc Doc Rivers was advising the Milwaukee Bucks coach. That guy got fired. Doc Rivers takes the job. And in every quote since, it's been like the, it was the most reluctant. It was like they had a gun I that was able to take this. it. I, I didn't want,
1: I I didn't want to shoot. I mean, it's it's like a it's like the Benjamin Andre meme just all over again. Who got Adrian Griffin fired? Oh, it's you. Um. So what? What did I text you last night? Wait, Doc gets to coach the East, which is
0: my exact <laughs> this
1: reaction as well. ten days ago. He's coaching the Eastern Conference All Stars because, you know. However, that shakes out. I guess the Bucks' coaching staff was in place to coach the East. So, here comes old gambling man Doc Rivers to coach the Eastern Conference to two hundred. good Doc Rivers, After he taking this something. man's
0: job, I wouldn't wish this on anyone. Doc Rivers on taking the Buck. Doc, no one made you do this. They asked him again about taking over the Milwaukee Bucks with season. It's been harder than I thought. Motherfucker, no one told you were doing TV. You were happy, we thought. I thought that he was happy not flaming out in the second round again and having us all point out this is what he does.
1: Now, not we have to, have to do it. Much. I mean, I I don't really know what uh superhero re- reference this would make the most sense for, but it is an openly reviled superhero. Let, let, let's say it's Batman, you know, when uh, he's the criminal they need right now. And he shows up, Up. you know what, they needed me for this. And it's like, motherfucker, nobody needs you. You, you needed it, you. It is
0: the Your Hulk ego causing you. irreparable property damage, but like taking down like a small villain. It's like, why are we here? Why, did, why do we need the Hulk? We didn't need the Hulk for this. This is ridiculous. And now, now they got Glenn. And like, yeah, you're going to feel good about Glenn. He's going to tell you things you want to hear. But guess what? Glenn's not very good at this shit. He's really bad at the people part, which seemed to be the part that was the problem with Adrian Griffin. So I don't know. This seems like a really, 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 really really bad idea, and watching them lose in the second round will be funny. Jacques Vaughn survived so much in Brooklyn. Jacques Vaughn, for those who don't remember, was the interim coach in Brooklyn when the pandemic broke out. He led them to a spot in the playoffs in the bubble, and then they hired Steve Nash. <laughs> <laughs> that fell apart, and eventually, Jock Vaughn got this job. But now Jock Vaughn has been parted ways with because they're thinking to themselves, "We're going to build it around Michael Bridges, but we don't think you're the one to build for him." I don't understand. Like, and again, you're a middling Eastern Conference team. Some a lot of it's deck chairs on the Titanic, but. I was really, well, I don't know. I thought that he deserved more of a shot than that. And, uh, Chad, I got to ask you this Are you joining me in actively waiting for the tables to fall off the table?
1: Because I don't believe in Cat. Um, well, a- as I said, I did not realize Cat got 36 shots up. They lost at home to the Hornets because he was chasing Embiid 70. Yep. And, and Ant Man came out that night and said, You know, we're, we're just kind of unserious, just paraphrasing. Um, That's the best way to describe so, it. So, Cat thinks he's the alpha, but he's not the best player on the team. He's not the best leader on the team. He's just got tenure. And money. And And, more. and, and money. In an NBA locker, money matters. Money does matter. And then they got Rudy Gobert, too, who's, you know, another. uh money matters far less. Um, but I didn't really have on my bingo card. Just, and and this is unfair uh, to Ant-Man. but. You know, I, I didn't really have on my bingo card, Anthony Edwards being the adult in the room this early on. Um, and I think there's some signals to the fact that they extended Mike Conley, who at the beginning of the year was, and he's still in the league, guy for me.
0: I said that out um, loud when I saw the re-signing. I was like, well, excuse me? What year it, is this?
1: Greg Oden's been out of the league for 12 years. <laughs> and they they went to college for one year together. I was a freshman so sure. in college and saw Greg Oden and Mike Conley lose at UNC. Like that's been a long fucking time.
0: Before um, so, yeah.
1: Jesus, that's really funny. <laughs> so, like the whole top of the West is a little bit topsy turvy to me because I, I mean, I will be frank with you. I kind of interfaced with the standings this afternoon for the first time in a while. Did it's not realize crazy. the Clippers. Did not realize the Clippers had it going on. But I mean, they, they always felt like. You know, bad Lakers, but uh, Kawhi Leonard is out here having himself a season. Um, I love the Baby Thunder round two. Fifteen oh, years later, ten years so later, so happy, so happy for them. But you've still got the Denver Nuggets just floating around. That's the and, thing, is it like, and, and Joker is inevitable. It's it's like
0: watching everyone fight, and then like knowing that the one seed, the true one seed, just lurking. like, oh. We can do it when we want to. We can do it when we have to. And we can do it just long enough so Jokic can get frustrated and go back to his horses for an offseason and then come back reluctantly to beat our asses again. Oh, if, if the season so ended funny.
1: if the season ended today, the Nuggets are basically the one seed because the T-Wolves would be the one, the Nuggets would be the four, and they would be fine with that. They would be elated with that.
0: Hey man, um before we move on, I gotta ask you because I don't follow this shit men's college basketball how is you even see this year or is this an up this is i i don't even know if i'm trolling you right now i'm legitimately no. curious.
1: uh this is an up cycle i think um they're set to be like a two seed as of right now All they, right. They, they beat the hell out of duke which um when we lived together speaking of doc rivers his son kind of ruined a night for me and you genuinely not knowing you say call me hey man how'd the game go austin rivers had hit a a buzzer beater three um ruining a ruining a night at uh hickory tavern in uh midtown for the and, record i, and, and I legitimately you, you got didn't know a good 48 hours worth of uh you know that belly laugh that you hear right there yeah 48 hours of that shit um it doesn't affect yeah. me as much unc's fine uh yukon feels inevitable as like just head and shoulders above everybody else which is kind of weird that yukon's gonna kind of move into that echelon of UNC, Kentucky, Indiana, Kansas, Duke of, hey, we have a lot of fucking rings. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, they're, they're just ridiculous. You know, there's like three or four teams that I wouldn't want UNC to play, so just listing them off quick. Uh, UConn, Kansas, Houston. Uh, they beat Tennessee earlier in the season. Don't really want to see them again. Uh, Duke's kind of rounding into form. And what's funny is the ACC is bad at basketball now, too. Ooh. Um, so, so really SEC and big 10 money is kind of taking over, except the big 10 kind of sucks as well. But so like, seriously,
0: who is, who's the names we should keep an eye out for in March Madness? Like if, as, as someone who does not give a shit, um, cool. who should I be like, Oh, I need to make sure I catch at least one of his games. Give me, give me two names.
1: I mean, Are it's, there names? It's, kind of, it, it's kind of like a not good draft year, man. Like. I, I don't know. Like, I haven't looked at a mock draft. I have no idea who would go in the top five. That's, um, see, and
0: that's, that's what worries me. That worries me. I don't actually, I don't care. But that's what's interesting about yeah. college basketball is that even the star power isn't there anymore. Before, and a lot of it has to do with, like, our entire generation of coaches who were interesting are now leaving. And now you're left yeah. with these guys who can't, who don't have enough personality for the kids to even bounce off of.
1: Yeah, and... I mean, that was kind of one of the more interesting things to come from um, All Star Weekend is, you know, Adam Silver talking about, hey, we don't really know if uh, G League is going to be, uh, G League Ignite going to be profitable for us just because of uh, the NIL money that schools are able yeah. to pay now. But you're not really seeing it yet. I mean, I think like five of the top nine draftees last year were G League guys. Wow. And, you know, th- th- those are the guys that, you know, kind of, eat, sleep, breathe basketball, you know, are going to – Who used to honestly tilt that,
0: tilt an entire college football season – or college basketball season, excuse me, in a school's direction.
1: Yeah, like your KD, your Mellow, I mean, those those guys right. are going to G League Ignite now. Um, and, I mean, and I'm looking at mock draft right now. I mean, it's got two of the top five G League and then – Yeah, so, no domestic college players on here. So, yeah, I, I, I wow. know nothing.
0: So, as someone who watches the product and is vested interest in the product, do you think that we're going to see it, really. who has a vested interest? In it? Okay,
1: fair. Who has do a passing think, knowledge?
0: Passing knowledge, more than me. Do you think that we could be seeing a cycle back towards that college model since the NL money is getting so real and big?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think you're seeing that a lot. Like, uh, Carolina and Duke have like, combined six of the top 10 guys for next year um you know mm-hmm. only i mean i think like 18 out of 20 are committed to colleges uh, kentucky's is going to get theirs as well oh so
0: this, um, a, this is a sea change that's occurring like as we speak
1: yeah and and where you're really seeing it right now and this is kind of partially due to nil partially due to the pandemic but like college basketball is a lot older this year like unc's yeah. got you know like armando baycott's fifth year senior he's you know Tyler Hansbrough existed, so he's not setting records, but he's, you know, approaching a lot of records. Um, R.J. Davis, their point guard, who's basically like a college Steph Curry in that he is like Steph Curry of, you know, he's not going to make it in the NBA because he's 5'10", right. and he's not that quick, not that talented. But, you know, I mean, these are guys that would have gone ahead and come out and been second-rounders, gone and played overseas. It's um, the Bone Nix of that. It it is the Bo Nix effect. That's I'm I'm coining that. The bone like when saw, Bo Nix mocked like number twelve in the draft, and that's terrifying.
0: When Bo Nix and
1: JJ McCarthy get entire front offices
0: fired, I want everyone to remember when I said it out loud.
1: Um Hey man, there are no quarterbacks coming out next year. So guy get while the getting's good. When when you can get JJ McCarthy, why wait on uh Quinn Ewers next year? Chad. Sad. Chad. Oh JJ McCarthy will get somebody very fired. Chad and i hope it's jim harbaugh chad ncaa25 dropped a teaser
0: we are fucking back my friend we are done it's over and now we're adults with like disposable income
1: like problem problem so and and that was going to be the first thing i said is thank god i'm an adult with disposable income (laughs) because like i have not paid for an actual video game since i got the xbox three years ago like whatever comes up on game Pass. I have a backlog of seventy games. Like I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla for the past two weeks, and I think I'm like twenty percent through that freaking game. I played like forty hours. Like it's 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 insane. Love that. Um, yeah, man. You know the uh, the nine p.m. to eleven p.m. window. Just you know that that's uh, that's me time. But you know, with like all the microtransactions in all of the EA games, like I am such a mark because I will buy it the day it comes out. I guarantee you, if they're going to put nil in this thing, it's going to be a microtransaction. Of, oh hey, my god, you know, I hadn't even thought about
0: that, John.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, Caleb Downs wants to transfer from your school. Uh, you know, hey. So, so $4. historically, have, you been, to, a, have uh, you been a have you
0: been a have you been a grab a small school and build them up, or are you a uh, take a small like I I was I was a Georgia guy. I'm a Georgia guy. I play with Georgia. I yeah. feel like it's a bit more unfair than it was 12 years ago, but I still do it.
1: Oh, it's going to be deeply unfair next year. Like Carson Beck be like a 95. Can't, oh,
0: oh! A high-rated Georgia quarterback. I ne- never in my wildest dreams.
1: Well, respect I mean, you know, side. we had an 11-year gap. but I think Aaron Murray was in the last one, so or QB number 11, who was from. Screw Florida, that. that! That was, was Aaron Murray. 1. Just
0: like uh, offensive lineman number 66 in NCAA 2006 is me from Columbia University.
1: So that that was one thing I've loved. Like after the teaser came out. Like some FCS schools are announcing that we're in, so like it looks like it's gonna be a hell of an operation. Like I've seen I, I forget, I think it was maybe Eastern Washington um, you know, put out a graphic and whatnot and you know, like had the little mock up of the cover with them on it. So if they go Ivies, I do Ivies, think EA's kind of do what?
0: If they go Ivies, I'm gonna be so annoying.
1: I'm gonna I feel Columbia like that flies in the face of the point of the
0: Ivies. I'm going to Columbia is going to move to the sec. Oh, Oh, light blue train running all over rough shot all over the conference. Can't wait. Oh, See, bring that I, New York I would, one I would down encourage south. you
1: to put them. I would encourage you to put him in the big 10 so you can be New York's one true university, unlike yeah. Rutgers. And we're going to join the
0: ACC and just pick through the carcasses.
1: Well, I mean that—that's just low-hanging fruit right there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, do, are you really going to get hyped to play like Louisville in Week Eight? Nah, man. Go, go Big Ten as the Columbia
0: Lions. Them. Yeah, fair.
1: I will. Okay.
0: Okay. okay, I will. Oh, if they can, if they can import old classes like my my junior year, we we had the the. Uh, they had uploaded all the Ivy League names, and so you're able to play. Like it's stupid, and no one cares with me. But ah, oh, just the memories, just the memories. Are you ready for this? Like, because yes, it's Madden's fine, guys. Madden's great, but this is like college football. There's an entire generation of kids who have no idea what we're talking about.
1: And what what's funny is like this is definitely made for us, um, very much like the NBA All Star Game is apparently not made for us, like. Yeah. The only reason that this is brought back is because the retention rate is 100%. Like, if you played NCAA games, you are buying an Xbox or a PlayStation, and you're getting this freaking game. Um, so, like, they, all, they know that they have such, like, a broad customer base already that, you know, maybe you expand it. Maybe you do the ultimate team bullshit and, Ugh. you know, make everybody, you know, grind out your, like, 87-rated Reggie Bush or something. Which, I mean... To be fair, it would be pretty dope. would be pretty fun. Um, <laughs> as, you, as you say, that like, yeah,
0: sounds pretty fun.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm very much of two minds because, like I said, man, I am such a mark for this. Like, th- this I'm, is –
0: I'm a strictly franchise guy, but, like, dynasty – like, that's my life. I don't, I don't like older yeah. card. I want to play with the team and see how I can run this team. And you're going to give me Carson Beck and, like, all that defense. And if I can find uh, – if I can find a not Bobo playbook that I enjoy, I'll use
1: that. Uh, I mean, you know what, we, if they have a microtransaction for Todd Munkin's playbook from two years ago. Well, Let's ask about this now, because
0: I didn't want to talk to you about this. Todd Munkin uh, coordinated our favorite college football team back by the national titles, huge fans. He then left our college football team to go coach and offensive of coordinate your favorite NFL team. Huge success this year, an MVP year out of Lamar Jackson. Todd Munkin, I think, is old enough to where no one's going to give him a flyer as a head, so he should be there for a couple years. How do you feel coming out of the season, particularly out of that playoff game, where it felt like the specter or the weight of Patrick Mahomes affected the play call?
1: Yeah, um, and and that was something that I believe you and Felder talked about going into the Super Bowl is – or I'm sorry, yeah, we're we're still calling it Super Bowl. I'm not calling it a big game. Um is just the looming Patrick Mahomes of it all is mm-hmm. that a 10 point lead feels like a feels like a tie game, you know, a right. and then a deficit feels even worse. And the Ravens just completely ditched their identity, you know, got, got away from the run. Um, you know, a couple of uh, red zone turnovers don't really do you any favors, but just coming out of it you feel like they had the game you know the Wimbledon well ball grass it wasn't and like oh this is so out of reach no and, and and that was what was interesting because like KC was up 14-3 pretty early and right. you know you kind of felt like it could turn into a dog walking but i mean the defense was still Ugh. i mean you know it's very much as much as the defense in the NFL in 2023 can be like it it was the ravens defense it was a ravens ass defense and yeah, I mean, you got to say maybe it's Munkin, maybe it's the MVP. Um, they got away from what they excelled at. I don't, and, and this is a stupid take and I realize it. I think having Mark Andrews back in the mix kind of, uh, you know, just disrupted the chemistry of what they were doing because I mean, you know, they're putting up 38, 41 points towards the end of the season. Um, absolutely dog walked whoever they played in the divisional round or the, the Texans. Right. And it, it just felt like somehow that disrupted what was working for them. And I think, you know, they kind of need to go back to the drawing board. And, you know, it, it was probably a mistake to bring back Andrews with, you know, five days of prep. And so I've, it, I've actually it, talked it to the another Ravens season.
0: fan who had the exact same stance like a couple weeks ago because very interesting because it was like <clears throat> the knowledge that you have Andrews. And it's one thing to use them as a decoy or like, hey, we're gonna have to pull some safeties over, but to actively be like trying to work the ball towards him and like working a game plan that involves a guy who's been too hurt to practice except for the last five days, does in your and to your point seem like man, this other thing, this it felt like because they had fewer options, they got really good with what they could do. And then all yep. of a sudden they had more options. It's like, oh, well, what if we served everything at the Cheesecake Factory, as opposed to being really good at serving like steaks?
1: Yeah, I mean, just commit to what you're good at and what you're good at was still I mean, it was about as explosive of a Ravens team as I can really remember because, Ugh. you know, again, you have the MVP, but um between Flowers and um, you know, other dudes, like I mean, they were just moving the ball on everybody and they moved the ball on the Chiefs pretty effectively. Uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, if the Mahomes Spectre comes in and, you know, we get the evil Joe Biden eyes and whatnot, um, Stop stretching for the goal line with one okay. hand.
0: So that was my next follow-up. My last yep. question on the Ravens was: Do you hold any personal animus towards A. Flowers?
1: <laughs> nah, I like. I'm 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 not invested enough to, uh, to. I mean, NFL playoffs. I'm mostly here for a good time. I'd like the Ravens to win, but right. it's not a situation where I'm, you know, going to be too terribly worked up about it. But I felt I felt worse for him than I did angry at him. I I felt bad for him. And that's called because I mean that that's a rookie. That's a dude who's I mean the best Who just best wants receiver. to win so damn. And the Ravens bad. have had what since Antoine Bolden. He's the best receiver. So since yeah. So I I mean you know minor setback for a great comeback. I would probably you know I mean I wouldn't take him against the field, but I would probably just based on what they have coming back, take them. As the favorite going into next year, I 100% agree.
0: Last touch, because I know we got to get out of here. I want you to get to your nine o'clock to 11 o'clock window of you time. <laughs> um, way too early. Like, look at the dogs. Carson Beck's back. Um, the line looks like it's going to be surviving kind of the, the departures. The defense, especially the front seven, can be a little bit older. I've got good feelings about it. I feel even better now that <laughs> that guy left in uh, Tuscaloosa. And we got video of them skipping through lines and stuff. But uh, should I be more nervous than I than I am probably about Georgia already?
1: Nah, I I, I mean, Ohio State's going to get number one uh, votes because they just went balls deep on the transfer portal. Chad, I really hate well, before, I, I really before hate before that we didn't get can Caleb talk Downs. About but also, here's the thing: we didn't have a spot for Caleb Downs.
0: Chad. Do you realize that Chip Kelly left a head coaching job in his own conference to be the OC in a
1: different school in his own and conference? Dude, he, he's just beating the posse out of town, man. It's absolutely oh. the same. I mean, all, all of the uh, guys who took demotions to be coordinators, like uh, the the Buffalo guy who went to be, an, I mean, essentially an analyst at Alabama. You know, he was yep. a year away from getting fired. Um, the guy from South Alabama was probably on – a little bit firmer footing than that, but he, you know, probably realized he had better job potential as a defensive coordinator at Alabama, which I don't disagree when his counterpart upgraded from Troy to Tulane after basically like going 20 and two for two seasons. So, I mean, unfortunately the money's there, the incentives there um, to where, you know, the guys who are kind of on that, Our trajectory is not looking good. If we go five and seven, I'm out of here. You know, Jeff Halfley going from BC to be the defensive coordinator for the Packers. I mean, that's a quality of life improvement as well as just not recruiting, you know, neutral money and job security. Probably. I mean, you know, you can get fired pretty quick in the NFL, but. He was gonna get fired at bc anyway so yeah that's a
0: great point oh man i love talking to you man good having you back in the podcast we'll sneak you on this spring i know you give a shit about baseball so maybe you can trick me into doing so um probably not uh tell everyone where they can find your stuff or find you on this vast internet of the world
1: uh i mean i i am not on uh the elon machine too terribly much these days but i'm chad Perfect. underscore floyd on there if you just want to tell me how uh how old we are uh, for our NBA uh, All-Star Weekend takes, I will, I will respond and argue with you. Um, other than that, uh, if you find yourself in the need to buy a house, I, I know somebody who can finance it um, and I can find the person to help you do it. So uh, you can look up Chad's Pads on Instagram, um, you know, hit me in a DM on that. I'm happy to talk to somebody in Texas or Timbuktu about the process and, you know, try to find you the right person wherever you may be. So that would be, really the extremely shameless plug that I'm going to go with. I'm proud of here. your
0: shameless plug. I am envious of your shameless plug. That's some high quality pluggeration. I'm not going to plug as well as Chad did, but thank you again for finding you deep We'll be back on Friday. Allegedly with Felder. We'll see if it turns out. Maybe he'll sleep through it. Like he did with the shutdown podcast. <laughs> we'll be talking about a lot of things, including the, uh the book event, the hell's the world without you. You guys should still buy the book. It's fantastic. That was your show. There is no outro. See you guys next week or later this week, shit, then